This content contains podcast. This adult. This, this adult contains, contains podcast content. content. <laughs> adult content, be advised. Enjoy the episode. Slow on foot, but man, can they row? <laughs> I just want to address before we get into the main body of the episode that I did keep referring to the challenges as tasks. I feel like a fucking Egypt for that. And I'm sorry, everyone. I know that they're challenges, famously they're challenges because he says, let the challenge begin. So just try to ignore that fuck up and then we can all enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Hi, Meg. Hi. Are you excited? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm well excited about this episode. Yeah. I wasn't, but I've just been watching the, the video clips <laughs> and I actually am now. So I gave Meg a reading list um, of YouTube clips for... Oh, yeah, this week it's uh, it's Raven. Yeah. It's Raven. We said we'd do it. Now we're doing it. And Meg wasn't excited and now she's seen a bit of it. I re- I've recalled You've, She's recalled some it. of it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> What's the first word that comes to mind for you? Homoerotic. Homoerotic, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're doing Raven. The first note in my show notes, my very first note is evolution of the costume, more leather was introduced. Yes, yes, it was. So where should we start? And that was definitely feedback from the mums. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, where should we start with Raven? I mean, I guess I'll just go from the structure in my notes because there's so much to get through. Mm -hmm. All right. I've actually not included the date of when when it started, which is the basics. Two thousand and two. Do you do you know that? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is new. <laughs> Tell me. Go on. You do it. I just know that it was two thousand because I because uh, I went to look for one of the actors earlier on IMDb, and I'm pretty sure it started in two thousand. When you say one of the actors, yeah, do you mean the actor? No, I meant the guy that played Irvin, and I couldn't. Find we'll get him. to Irvin. Yeah, we'll get to Irvin. <laughs> See, look, well familiar, but the the hmm. the actor name that I that I came to couldn't find. Huh? A, any. Are you alive? Are you out there? If you played Irvin in Raven, I'd like well to hear, like <laughs> well to hear from you. <laughs> so 2002 it started, right? Well, Google it now, just to make sure we're not spreading false information. Well, I'm another, not... Another angry email from one of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to say that it started in 2002. It ran for 10 seasons. And then it got rebooted. Oh, well, I'm it. Okay, you Google it. Then, to my knowledge, it got rebooted in 2017 with a different Raven, um, a woman playing Raven. I think it was 2018. Oh, was it? Okay. And then there was like two or three yeah, seasons Raven of that. Raven TV series 2002. Great. And then, no, nah, maybe it was 2017. <laughs> Hold on. I know too much. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you hate me for this? No, for what I've turned you into. I don't hate you for this. I just a lot of my childhood is now coming back to flooding back. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Okay. And when that, um, when it was announced that they were bringing it back, obviously, like everyone went crazy. Oh yeah. And the actor was like, "Please, before this gets out of it's, it's not me. Um, I'm in it." Um, I'm in it a little bit. I'm sort of like a sort of guide type person for yeah. the new person playing Raven. And now on the wiki for Raven, he's not called Raven anymore. He's called Raven of old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the actor said that he wasn't like super happy about that. But what can you do? <laughs> on IMDb, they're both credited as Raven. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. I stood against Neva as the land's protector, training the ultimate champions for the day when we would face them in the ultimate battle. When that day came, we defeated Neva. But knowing my power, he had forged golden symbols of his own, and the spell that was cast to banish him reflected back, sending us both to a far-off, desolate realm. Only one champion feared Neva's return. She sought the six golden symbols lost in the battle, and with them recovered my staff of power. Transformed by its magic, she became the new protector of this land. But she cannot stop Navar alone. It 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 did feel an awful lot like Raven is a Time Lord. <laughs> 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 oh, we'll just you know we'll just bring back different actors. Oh my and god! We won't fucking mention it. I'd take James McKenzie as the Doctor. Yeah, that's a good. Sh- I mean, the thing is, I still wouldn't watch it. Yeah, but, me neither. But, <laughs> but I, I, <laughs> I get. I, I'd like the opportunity for him. Yeah, I'd be pleased for him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I would watch it. No, I would Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. As the warriors rest before their next challenge, I summon Raven of Old to learn of Nevar's plans. Wise one. Raven, I must ask something of you. This is how much I don't want to watch Doctor Who. I once said to uh, a mutual friend of ours who listens to this podcast that the only thing, after it kind of, in my opinion, kind of petered off with Matt Smith, the only thing that would... (laughs) Petered off. Fuck off. (laughs) The only thing that would get me to watch it again after all of the terrible episodes would be if they cast a woman as the Doctor. And as soon as um, Jodie Whittaker. Jody Whittaker was announced as the new Doctor, she sent me a text that said, now will you watch it? And I said, do you know what? No. no. <laughs> it, it wasn't enough. Would you give James Bond that treatment or would you give, give a woman James Bond I, a go? I, I, I am definitely more likely to. I mean, Bond's a difficult one for me because I genuinely just don't think it's that good. Okay. Um. I've Fair. always I, I, str- I struggle with it, you know. Okay. What about Skyfall? The objectively Skyfall the best is one? a good yeah. film. Yes, it is. Skyfall is a good film, but I think a lot of them um, have been sort of victims of their own success. Yeah. Well, lovely Daniel Craig has really turned it around. I just wish, <laughs> I just wish he's doing great. <laughs> Bond was different because yeah. I mean, the whole point isn't the whole point of him being called James Bond because that is the most boring name. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. like you don't need to have the character match up to them; it doesn't have to be fucking boring as well. 
this is fascinating. I don't know how much of it will keep because we've got so much of Raven yeah. to get through. But, you know, maybe a little bonus episode for people about, that about want it. What, James Bond? Yeah! yeah why not? <laughs> Famous TV show for children. From one person who doesn't like it that much and another person who... I mean, you're still not a huge Bond fan, are you? Well... We, we, we watch them, but... I watch it for, like, for what it is. What, so you can say you've seen it? No, not that. Just like sometimes I enjoy a genre because of the genre, if that makes sense. Like, even if I don't think they're amazing films, I'm like, if I'm in the mood for like something a bit old, old timey spy, obviously that's what I'll watch. But like, there's nothing I'm attached to in it. I only went to see the last film at the cinema because it was an excuse to ask my now boyfriend out. Like, God, was it that long ago? It, yeah, that yeah, and I and he's a really big Bond fan, and I mm. wanted an excuse to see him again. Well, he's also a really big Elton John fan, and you hate Elton John, so <laughs> difficult times. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough. Rough. <laughs> it's complicated. Warriors, <laughs> the water demon, like all demons, is a fearsome foe. He appears to be asleep and therefore harmless, but if you were able to look more closely as Raven can, and you would notice that one eye is open and fixed firmly on the bait, gold treasure rings. You must attempt to steal the gold treasure rings from under the water demon's nose. To do this, you must work together. One warrior will use the coracle to get to the gold treasure rings. Their companions must then pull them safely back to shore before the water demon catches them. Should he do so, then you will forfeit the rings, but more importantly, a precious life. Now, Warjo, Graki, Orin, you will go first. Who amongst you will approach the water demon? Me. So be it. Great, ten minutes on Bond. So, <laughs> Raven was filmed on the west coast of Scotland oh, you don't for, say. for the first few seasons in Dunoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was in uh, Castle Toward? Toward? Castle Toward, I think, is the it's the name of um an education an outdoor education centre. Right. So obviously it had like all of the equipment and stuff. Yeah. Um the kids lived on location. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, like the twenty weeks or whatever that they would be filming. Twenty weeks. No, I just pulled that from out I it was It's probably about three. Oh no, maybe it was no, it was it, it might be have 20. been no, it might have been around twenty. I think I think it might have been. Not if you work those kids to the bone. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, it would. Kids don't have any rights, else. So, well, well, because 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 kids kids have got rights now because of Raven. Because Because of filming, like the rules about um, filming with kids, they basically have too many rights, and you can't work with them for over a certain amount of time in a day. And and they they have have to have to go to school, so it would have taken twenty weeks probably, because they can only they can't work all day. Bullshit. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Put them to work. Um, so yeah, they lived on location. Like the crew and uh, the cast of one uh, lived like nearby. Oh no, there's um, a princess and a little fairy. Yeah, we're getting to the princess <laughs> and the fairy. Don't don't you worry, my friend. I'm just saying it was like cast of one. Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like the cast didn't interact though. Like the three or four actors. Oh, that... <laughs> no, you're right. He, he interacted. Oh, we know he boy, interacted. Did he interact. If you want to know what we're so excited about right now, um, it's 
all of it. All of Raven think... is on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what you actually think? What? I was going to say, I think you need to leave somewhere a clip of Irvin and Raven interacting so people can just hear how homoerotic... Of course I will. Yeah. Of course I will. Um, and then after the first few seasons, they moved to Aviemore, which is just south of Inverness, because it was bigger, more beautiful Scottish vistas. More, Less far away. <laughs> yeah, more um, opportunities for different tasks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so basically all this information I've actually got from listening to interviews with James McKenzie. Right. Um, I've listened to a bunch of interviews with him, mainly on like more well-produced podcasts than this one, and I'm just like leeching all their information off them. Maybe if we do a really good job we could get him maybe well he the thing about james mckenzie is that he's on twitter he's on my instagram and he just seems like he does a lot for his fans he goes to lots of comic cons he's he just seems like a really down-to-earth funny normal guy just a cool guy just happens to have fans yeah no (laughs) he's one of those like those famous people that are just still like never have been he's like i should never have been this person yeah 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 (laughs) You must also paddle, my young friend. Paddle faster! The water demon is fast approaching. coming! You must be quicker, my young friends. Pull quicker. You must be quicker. Paddle faster, my young friend. Faster! Faster! I mean, another thing I learned in uh, in these various interviews I've been listening to is that he's done a lot of charity work for a children's hospice. That's so, nice. He's a nice Wasn't man. He also on House of Games. House of Games. I think he might have been on House of Games. Yeah, quite possibly. I definitely think he's definitely either been on House of Games or like Pointless. Oh, right. Okay. Recently. Well, Pointless do have those like specials where it's like kids TV specials where like old presenters come on and stuff. Oh, she's Googling. Okay. He was in Taggart. Was he? Yeah. Was Taggart not from the 80s? Well, he's in Taggart between 97 and 99. Oh, well, he was an actor since he was, like, in his teens, so. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna kick off, um, talking about the costume, to be honest, but let's talk about his career. Now that we're talking about it, let's just carry on talking about it. Okay. So he had an agent, and then he went to drama school because he was like, I feel like I should probably, like, go to drama, dr- school. Go to drama school. Um, and then he got the job of Raven straight out of drama school because he already had an agent. Um, that's nice. It, it, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's him. Yeah, it's uh, lucky, is what it is. Yeah, it's lucky. So, yeah, apparently there was like the description was like, we want a Scottish man with dark hair. And the audition was like filled with people of all ages. And they chose him. And listener, go back and watch series one on YouTube because the look is strikingly different because he would have been what like 23 he would have been no in yeah 22 yeah 23 he was 23 when he started yeah and when i found this out like about a year ago i was telling anyone who would listen i don't think he looks any different now no no and i was like it looks like it means he's looked um 41 yeah no 44 for his entire life yeah. Or he still looks 23. Well, people say that about me. People say I look old, but I look like I'm going to age well. When so. you say people, you mean me and our other housemate, right? No, people always say that to me. Oh, it's just because we have said that to you recently. No, I'm going to Elizabeth Taylor. It's because we um, uh, bully you. So, yeah, well, yeah. 
it's nothing I can't take. It's totally on my own terms. <laughs> yeah, so the look. Let's talk about the look. Very... Season one look. The thing is, because he never looks any different, in Molly and Mac, you can fully tell it. Is it like, there's no... If you were a child who'd also watched Raven, there would be no suspense of disbelief if you also watched Molly and Mac because you'd just like, that's the guy from Raven because he looks exactly the same, except in regular clothes. Yeah. And it, it leads me to believe that he... Just look like that. <laughs> yeah. It always looks like that. So in so in twenty eighteen, Molly and Max started, which was a CBeebies show. So he's yeah. like carried on in kids TV. Um, I've never seen a f- episode all the way through because it's for very young kids. But it's like, um, it's a drama, but it's not a drama. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's real like, life. It's like Coronation Street, but for kids. Yeah, it's set in a Scottish. It's called the Big Hub, and it's like a bunch of stalls all yeah. in this place. And it's like a nice little community. He plays a widowed dad in it, the dad of Molly and Mac. Yeah. Um, and to like families with young kids now, like it's it's finished now. It had like four or five seasons. Yeah. It was like really cherished, and everyone said it was like the most adorable show on TV. And the cast of little Scottish children were just completely unpretentious and lovely. Yeah. And it was really well received. So yeah, that was him in Molly and Mac. Thanks, Alice, for doing story time. Oh, that's all right. Well, the kids like to watch Squeaky Squirrel, but they love to hear you read. <laughs> You've got magical powers. Ah, careful. Might just put a spell on you. Bring. <laughs> I'll see you later. See you later. You're on a date. Malls. Um, people usually organise their own dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will if you will. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Molly, everyone, thank you so much. We've had a great time on our date. We really have. So, it was a date then. He can sing as well, apparently. I've no idea when this was, but um, he was in a touring production of Sunshine on Leith with, guess who? Lovely Billy Boyd of um, Lord of the Rings fame. They were in um, Sunshine on Leith together. Billy Boyd should have played um, (laughs) 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 Oh, I, I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, me too. I actually wish I could have seen that. It's not too late, Billy. They'll love you back. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I was talking about the Sunshine on Leith production. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen the film? No. No, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. It's a pro- Other than... It's, it's a Proclaimers... Set in Leith. Jo- <laughs> it's a... <laughs> it's a Proclaimers jukebox musical. And, yeah. And, uh, oh, you I knew, knew that. I knew okay, that. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> But apart, apart from that, which makes also you... because the reason I haven't seen it is because don't say it, don't say it. No, you're not. No, you're no, 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 no. Don't say it, and then I don't have to think it. It's not true. Okay, go on. I don't like the Proclaimers. Fake. I love the Proclaimers. I just find them repetitive. Their songs are quite repetitive, and then they are overplayed. Okay. So it's like repetition squared. And you'd have thought a, a Proclaimers jukebox musical would be happy, right? No, well... This film has, like, really 
some quite sad storylines and most of them are unresolved. I don't know. I, I, maybe I would guess that it was going to be a bit sad because I feel like a lot of Proclaimer's songs are about trying to be happy rather than being happy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or like... I'm on to, my way. It's yeah. quite laboured, isn't uh, yeah. it? Uh, like, yeah, they're always on their way. They're always on their way to they're something. They're always going somewhere. They're, never there. they're always walking. They're talking about the journey. They're not talking when about When you the... go, send back a letter from America. Yeah. I'm on my way yeah. from misery to happiness I today. Would walk. walk 500 miles. Yeah. It's like they've not yet quite achieved the where their their destination their destination that will lead them to be happy so in season one they hadn't like quite found it yet yeah so he was a bit more like jovial and he didn't even have the beard yet so he looked a lot younger like a little baby yeah he didn't have yeah he's like a baby in it like he's (laughs) i don't know why he did that so he doesn't have his beard. He doesn't have his feathers. He has a weird rat's tail going yeah, down he his. Does, yeah, he? I I don't know if it was real. I think it was real. I hope not. I don't know. But he said that like he always wore a hat going out in public because he was so recognisable. Uh-uh. Um, and he also had like a horn that he blew, <laughs> and behave, and um, like a magic bowl that he could like see into. Of all the magic items, I'd like. <laughs> Magic and it just <laughs> it became like a nightmare for con- continuity and in the end they gave him a staff yeah like the famous staff with the raven on it um and then when he needed to look into like the after game interviews with the with the <laughs> with the players with the players <laughs> you wouldn't look into the magic bowl anymore you'd look into the it would like zoom into the eye of the raven ah. and if you look at that staff now through uh, adult eyes it is shit. It is it shit. It is yeah. like, it's some, it's like. I mean, an adult made it as well. You gotta think about that. It's, it's a, a plastic mold. Yep. It's, <laughs> it doesn't even, it's not even fully black. It's like slightly grey. Yeah. It's not good. He's so bad. It is so bad, Elsie. But the way that he is in season one is like, I was watching the first episode and he was talking about the leap of faith. Yeah. Um, which was the very, very first task and probably the most difficult. Like, they have to climb a tree and jump off yeah. and catch a ring on the way down. And he was explaining it and he was like, so you'll jump off the tree and you'll fall to your death and it'll crush all your bones. Ha ha, did I forget that you'll be attached to this rope? And it's like, he never makes any jokes after that ever again. Because <laughs> like, he, then he becomes quite stern yeah. and quite teacherly. Yeah. And that's the raven that everyone knows. Yeah. yeah. Are you still a narrow troll? Oh dear, sounding very grumpy today. Unfortunately, we don't have to go inside and have tea. Otherwise, we'd probably end up inside one of his cakes. All you have to do in this challenge is knock on the door and ask the troll for one of his treasure rings. That sounds like the sort of foolhardy task you'd enjoy, Lidav. Step forward. Although I suggest you ask very politely. Speaking of um, the leap of faith, something that sticks in my mind... um, that I remember is a girl climbed the tree and she couldn't jump. She was like clinging to the tree and crying. And he was like looking up at like, and he said, would you like to come down? And she's like, yeah. And he bangs his stick and she's like magically transported to the ground. And I was watching this with my mum and my mum was like, oh, bless her. That's, she's so scared. And you would be like, those kids weren't normal. Most of the ones that went on there. And 
I, I just think, why didn't they, why did they include that in the edit? Why? I don't know, because I remember watching it as a kid and thinking, you pussies, <laughs> simply jump out. You are yeah. attached. Yeah. But I was the sort of child that was afraid of having injections, but when we were having them at school, didn't want to look like a pussy. So yeah. I went in and pretended to not be scared because there were other people who was you know, screaming and crying and rolling around on the floor. And I'd looked at them and I thought, that is so embarrassing. Why would you do that? <laughs> so I, I sort of tricked myself into not being afraid. So I would think that because that's the yeah. kind of sociopath that I am. When I was in year six, we went on like a adventure, like so weekend I. away. Yeah. yeah. And um, as a kid, I really didn't like heights or climb. I wasn't outdoorsy, really. Yeah. And um, we were going to go abseiling down a wall and a a boy, um, I've known him my whole life actually. Um, he was going to go first, but he was crying, and the sight of him crying made me think, oh, "I'll do it." <laughs> and I was the first one to go down. <laughs> yeah, that that was me doing it. Yeah. Although to be fair, at my um, year six residential, mm. we also did abseiling, and it was the one thing that I fucking hated. I hated that feeling of like like falling backwards i've done it off a cliff face no on on the isle of arran um i went on like a a week outdoors kind oh, of thing with like gorge walking and isle stuff arran, yeah it was lovely climbed climbed goat fell um and i yeah it's called goat fell and i <laughs> i've sailed down a cliff it was it was lovely it was a lovely nice. weekend yeah did you do raft building at your we i don't think we did raft building oh. but the thing about scotland is midgies are like their version oh, yeah. of piranhas and something that james mckenzie has said is that like obviously you can't react on camera and they're attracted to black so like the cameras would stop and he'd stop being raven he'd be like get these out of my beard now <laughs> <laughs> the bug spray that you would need on oh my set. god yeah because he's all in black yeah you don't understand the level of of scottish midges until you've been they eat you alive yeah and, and when it's like it. in the summer when it's really humid as yeah. well it's it's just awful <laughs> it's yeah. an awful you, environment to be in sorry if you live in that area it is beautiful world. i mean it's beautiful but it's fucking irritating yeah i'm um, the reason that i've not like explained the structure of the episodes so, like usually i do this right at the beginning but i've not bothered because it's raven you know everyone but, just a bit like Total Wipeout, but cool. Yeah, it's but something I did uh, forget <clears throat> that I had to remind myself of is that like, so yeah, two kids would like get to the end of the week without being eliminated, and that would happen for three weeks, and then on the fourth week, those six kids would compete to be the ultimate, the ultimate warrior. Yeah. yeah, so that was how the normal show worked. But should we talk about the spin-offs because they were. A lot of fun. Like the island one. Yeah, so there was Raven the Island, and that was the first one. Yeah. And my personal favourite. Um, so Raven was barely in that one. Um, and then there was Raven the Secret Temple, which was filmed and set in India. Right. Um, and apparently the leather, full leather costume was just like hell. Um, and then the last one was Raven the Dragon's Eye, which is where it goes a bit gay. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. So the way the spin I don't remember the India one. The India one was done because the BBC that year was celebrating the partition of Pakistan and India. 
and they had the chance to like set Raven in India for a year. Okay. So they did. <laughs> I don't know why, but that isn't what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? Fancied an holiday, isn't it? I mean, the BBC have the money, so they could have done, I guess. <laughs> Come but... on, kids, let's go look at the partition of England, <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> but they've got to what, just go look at the border. Yeah, look. <laughs> kids, look. <laughs> oh, I'm in India and, and Pakistan and at the same extent. time. <laughs> Just jumping between. <laughs> oh, white people. My homeland is dying, frozen in the icy grip of Navar's dark magic. So I have summoned 16 of my finest warriors to a land far to the east, where they must undergo many trials to find the magical waters that can break this spell. But my old enemy has followed me here, and he means to stop this quest at any cost. The quest to discover the secret temple. So the way the spin-off worked is that um, there would be four groups of... No, sorry, three teams of four. Yep. No, sometimes there were four groups of four. Depend. It depends what which spin-off it was. But there would be groups of... Yeah, okay. <laughs> there were groups of four, right? <laughs> And they each had to follow a different route with different tasks along the way. Yes. And it would be framed as a kind of like, in each of these tasks, you need to collect so many objects yeah. because at the end of all the weeks, the big boss fight, these objects are going to give you an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they went along, the kids, like, they got picked off, basically. And when the, their numbers really dwindled, it would go down to one group of all the all the kids. Yeah. And they'd work together. And it would be like so Raven the Island, for example, um, Navar has taken over the island of Alaunus, which is the fictional island on which Raven grew up. And yeah. the warriors had to um collect a famous magical acorn to set to set uh, the island free, basically, yeah, um, and work on the side of good instead of Navar's side of evil. Um, so they would follow this route, all the different groups, um, collect these timepieces, they were called, which would give them time at the end. Um, and then in the last week, they would go on that big final quest, like the three that remained or whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the way they framed the India one, to be honest, and I can't really remember the way they framed the dragon's eye, but that's how that's the structure of the spin-offs, basically. So with the framing device and all the acting y bits, at the very beginning of uh Raven the Island, um there's a lot of setup and I'm gonna play a clip from that. And the old guy in that, um, his name is the character's name is Cyrus, and he's just in it for, you know, framing device purposes. Um that actor is James Mackenzie's dad. Oh, that's nice. and he's doing a very, very, very good English accent. I, very, I very, presume very good job of playing James Mackenzie's dad. Well, I presume that he's <laughs> Scottish in real life. I could be wrong. Maybe he's English, but you wouldn't guess that they're father and son. It is time. Are you sure? I am certain of it, Raven. The charts confirm the date most precisely. Cyrus, I know you to be an expert astronomer, but you have been wrong before. I've always learned from my mistakes. Always. Then you must indeed be a wise man by now. Ah, there it is. 
see? Look closely, and you will discover that the moon is in the ascendant, directly in line with the stars of Corvus, which means... The eclipse. Exactly so. It will enter the final stages of totality in just 18 days. And the portal to the fortress will open. But only for a short time, Raven. Not long enough to complete the task. Unless the timepieces are used. Yes, the timepieces are essential. And many will be needed if the mission is to succeed. Are the warriors ready? They are. Then you must leave immediately. With so much at stake, there is no time to lose. And Erina? Erina has sent word. She has completed her task. In a way, they were like... I preferred them. Do you... Yeah, because they felt a bit... I don't know, they felt a bit like less of a commitment. Yeah, they felt a bit like a wide game kind of thing. One of my very, very favourite things about this stupid fucking show is the after-game interviews. Like football. Like football. Why were we talking about it a few weeks ago? I can't remember why we were talking about it, but we were talking about how shit after challenge sorry after match interviews are yeah um because what are you supposed to say all the same all the same yeah i think we were i don't know if this is why we were talking about it but i remember getting a message from um our medical consultant Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about this saying that i should give my boyfriend after match interviews after he's played football the problem with that is that it would a require me to attend <laughs> which which I, I used to attend fairly regularly but when I still thought you were have you stopped when the football match is every week is the same you know it's always a, a different variation but something like an eight goal difference yeah not yeah. to his team so yeah. it, it's adorable it's like watching the same match <laughs> over and over and over yeah. again and watching the same men get the yeah. same level of angry about the same thing over and over again which is just football in itself yeah and we what were we saying about they're always like yeah they came out organized yeah it's not yeah, the result we that we our, wanted we let ourselves down and obviously we are disappointed yeah obviously it next just time builds, it builds back better as a team yeah it's not the right yeah uh so that's what they're like all the time um when it happens on Raven after each challenge, um, it's the same but worse because it's children with no media training recounting the exact events that you just saw, but in slightly nervous regional accents. Was that Elsie? <laughs> yeah, that's that's why it's identical to football. I can't. <laughs> I can't get enough. (laughs) I can't get enough of it, Meg. I'm obsessed with them. I've shown you a few of them and they're so so funny. (laughs) If you're on Raven and this was you, I I promise I'm not making fun of you. You you were what? Ten years old. No one remembers you from it, don't worry. (laughs) Don't don't, you didn't even use your real name. Apart from me. She would recognise you in the street. I remember everything. between three acorns hanging on the tree. There was a lot of discussion. There was a lot of uncertainty about which acorn we'd pick. Then Delra decided that he really did believe that it was the middle one. Delra took the acorn off the tree and we ran as fast as we could out the castle. When I got the right acorn, I felt really excited and relieved, but, but nervous in case any demons were coming after us. 
And the fun thing about the spin-offs, which I've like slightly mentioned already, is that they work together a lot more. So there's like a little bit of like conflict built in within the teams. So the aftermatch interviews also include them talking about each other and assessing each other's performances. And some of this is like built in by the producers because, you know, in in the form of like Raven saying, do you think this person could have been a better leader in this challenge or whatever? And then the kids will be like, yeah. And (laughs) And it doesn't really, you know, it's not like Love Island levels of like, interference (laughs) but if you're looking for it which i have been you can like find the drama between the kids like you can see which ones aren't vibing and james mckenzie did say that in the india one especially because they like went away to film for months like a lot of the kids formed lifelong friendships from that but which is nice yeah it is and i was watching well a bit like football really yeah (laughs) how long can we keep this going (laughs) Um, but yeah, there's one kid in uh, Raven the Dragon's Eye called Vesak, I think he's called, and he has got it in for Arkill. Oh my god, he hates his team leader. And I'm going to play a few clips of, <laughs> of, of this kid. He's so funny. It's the drama he, in this team. I didn't know that like a 10-year-old could be so passive-aggressive. Oh, it's so catty. I love it. And he it's... is. He says it, was su- he says it with such a straight face as well. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Because they all do. There's no... Like, when a kid shows emotion in these, it's actually, like, quite surprising. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was watching one challenge and this girl basically just shouted out to her team, it's good job, I'm short, sure, innit? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> bless you, you normal child in this weird world. I think Carlson failed because he was quite greedy when trying to get the stones after we told him not to. And as a result of that, we lost eight stones. I didn't get a go because the others didn't want me to have a go and I didn't think I'd be able to do it. I don't know whether I could have hit the targets if I'd have had a go or not. I was shouting the instructions and... Um, my team listened really well, and I think we uh, did really well in that challenge. I didn't think Halston did too well as being the leader of this challenge because I kept having to shout out when we had to go left and when we had to go right. I think the team leader got on quite well in this challenge because he didn't have to direct anyone because he's slightly weaker when directing people. And the thing about the spin-offs is... In normal Raven, the kids, you know, they disappear. And then at the end of the task, Raven brings them back. In the spin-offs, the kids disappear. They're seemingly unaccompanied and they're never seen of again. I remember this because I remember (laughs) even (laughs) thinking to myself, no, they can't possibly be gone forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like once their teammate has like failed on a task or like touched the water when they weren't supposed to touch the water and the demons have taken them. Like that's it. Yeah, gone. Like they've lost a team member. Yeah. Um and the way that the presenters of each so it was a different like presenter for each spin-off. So there was like the princess of Alaunus in uh the first one. There was like an Indian princess in the India one. Um, the way they spoke of the stakes that the kids or the warriors were going through, it was like they were treating it like death, death like yeah. actual, like the stakes are death. Yeah. Is the way. It was like quite 
harrowing, yeah. really. <laughs> Whereas in normal Raven, like a demon catches them, they disappear by the magic of television, and then Raven They're just brings again. them back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when they have to go home, they just they just walk away. In the last task, Janot was lost from the quest for good, and this after you had used eight of your precious stones to bring him back. Laram, how do you feel now? And where do the bears go from here? I think the bears uh, might go a bit downhill because we lost one of our strongest team members, but we will carry on and do more challenges in favour of, in honour of Janot. The reason I like the island so much is because of, like, just the aesthetics of it. It's like, like a sort of medieval like foresty kind of merliny looking yeah. kind of thing like in the in the uh, thing some sorry, someone on. had a wet dream over that set like some, some what scotland <laughs> no some someone who loves you know Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because and there's a field they create. In there's that. this like beautiful clock involved yeah. in um the the set. It's like so there's like a princess and she's narrating all of it. Like she's doing Raven's job, but she's just not with the kids, basically. And then she's got yeah, like, like a little how Ian Sterling does my Yeah, dance. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's got like a little um like fairy wisp type thing of a friend that she gives all the exposition to. At least she has a purpose. Why is Maya Jammer even there? She's but ba- why is she like yeah. the Love Island presenter? She's barely there. Yeah, no, Raven's like that in, yeah. in the island, yeah. And when it's because he's you know... off getting his nails done. <laughs> yeah. His talent. Getting his eyelash yeah. extension. <laughs> Harriet? Harriet, come quickly, Harriet. I am here. It is finished. See, Harriet? Every timepiece that was hidden by Navar is now marked on this chart. Every one. Excellent, Princess. And now? The warriors must move quickly now to find and gather in the tools I have tied and bundled together and left high on the shore. To the lions, eagles, and wolves, I have also given one-third of the map of Alonis and a compass to help them navigate three separate ways across the forests, mountains, and rivers of this hostile land. He he really has a Jon Snow thing going on. Oh, no, yeah! Yeah. Yeah, he is Jon... He's, uh, it's yeah, Jon he's, Snow. Yeah, King of the North. King of the North, yeah. yeah. The North being Scotland in this case. Well, that is the North. Yeah, it is the North, yeah. yeah. So the ten-minute section that i sent you was the final episode or the penultimate episode of the island yeah the reason i sent that to you to watch or what do you think the reason is like what what how did you feel watching that bit scared yeah right yeah that's that's why i sent you it because the way it's edited really really raises the stakes because even yeah. though i didn't know what was going on i i joined this like with no context um and the kids are like trying to complete a task and the way they're talking to each other is like really high tension because yeah. they've got a very very short amount of time and they've got to do something very very carefully yeah um and it keeps cutting between them and the demons <laughs> And the demons, I mean, you. What, what do the demons look like? They look like... They're like hooded, 
like Grim Reaper type. Yeah, like things monk with no type. faces and and they just walk very slowly. Yeah. Like, that's all they do. Which really, I mean, they are giving the kids a fighting chance, so it's their own fucking fault if they can't do the task because the demons are well slow. <laughs> they are slow, but they're like... It. They're very... They're kind of Freddy Krueger-like in that they're walking very slowly, but they will get you. Yeah. Um. So they were cutting between the like kids. can't run forever. Yeah, like these real kids talking to each other the way that real kids talk to each other. And these fucking demons. And these demons, like, just walking, and not even in any direction, just cutting to, like, images of them. Yeah. And then the voiceover, which is sort of giving the sort of story and lore that they've invented to justify the existence of the programme. <laughs> and all of these elements together, like, my heart was actually racing, and I was, and yeah. at the end the demons come into the same frame as the kids and the kids make a dash for it because they are disappeared from the show. I think that they they missed a trick by not having the demons suddenly sprint for the kids because that would scare <laughs> you. You would actually pee yourself. Well, there's if one the demon that... just broke into a run. <laughs> that would be the most terrifying thing that they could do. Well, there is in the if regular... They suddenly just grab you. In the regular Raven show, um... There is a, uh, there's one task I remember, or challenge, I guess. Let the challenge begin is the yeah. classic. I should start calling them challenges, really. Let the task begin. <laughs> Just do your Let work. Let the games commence. <laughs> um, yeah, they're in, they're in a canoe and the kids are racing, but there's also a demon behind them in his own boat. And, and he's fucking speeding. He is Beady. It's like his cloak is like billowing behind him. It's like massive sleeves are like <laughs> while he's crawling with his oar. It's like it's ferocious. And that's the only time they've ever gone quickly, and it's really alarming. <laughs> it's, it's really slow scary. on foot, but they yeah. row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so horrible. And we've not even we've not even spoken about Neva yet with his like iron mask and like yeah. burnt out skin. Like apparently he got those burns while he was quote unquote doing battle with Raven. <laughs> doing like... he was doing <laughs> doing battles, isn't it? <laughs> doing battles, fam. This is one of those like where I'm genuinely saying like because it is all on YouTube and it's like very good quality. You'll get sucked into it. Yeah. It is one of those that you can go back and watch. Like. I'm still entertained by it now. Yeah. Like, even the kind of clunky, like, faux, medieval, like, half lore, half imagery, half just taking, like, images and language from that general genre and just putting it all together, even that stuff, which I know is, like, it's not Tolkien, but it's still really good. Yeah, because you the kids aren't really acting because it, what it is is just a pretentious game show. Yeah, at the heart of it. So you've got the 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 adults acting, yeah, and the kids reacting. And so it is good because there's no. And that storyline gets more and more fleshed out the longer the show went on. Yeah. Um, and I would be perfectly happy to watch an episode of just that. Because they are good actors, and I would, I, I honestly just be because that's the kind of genre that I like, and I love the Elsie way that was a Merlin. Kid. I, I, yeah, I know. Don't speak to me about. Yeah, but it's just not a surprise that you enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Um, it's because Elsie didn't have any friends. 
I had plenty of friends. Colin, not anymore. Visit your friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bradley James is. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I just I like the way that they've combined like acting with a game show. <laughs> with what scaring the living jesus out of children <laughs> yeah i mean i remember my mum actually saying to me about one particular episode like elsie um he don't be scared he is an actor when the camera stopped rolling he would have had a chat with those kids yeah like actually james mckenzie said that the night every time the night before filming started for a new series he'd go down and meet all the kids um just so they would like know that he's just a man <laughs> like um just a man called james and i like... think that the production should have barred him from doing that <laughs> no we need their we need their responses to be 100 we need authentic. them to yeah they should fear you well the reason is well they weren't meant to fear him he was meant to be like a stern tutor but like the reason was he didn't want the kids to think that they had to do something they didn't want to do yeah which is nice and he said that like after a few like after a few hours they really got into like being part of the crew like the the guy would say like first positions and they'd be like right and they'd know what they were doing and Aww. if yeah and if he forgot a line like they would remember it for him and, yeah or they'd say to him like James is this a rehearsal or are we are we doing this like yeah Aww. i know That's i know cute. yeah they were the sort of kids that would like attend these like these places anyway like yeah, the, yeah. You've got that sort of child. And th- that kind of place is the only place they're going to make friends, realistically. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... And if you're a raven as a child, I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lose. Because... <laughs> I mean, who's the loser? You just said loser, so. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. What? Who is there? I have spied you, sir. You are far from home, Raven. You know my name. I rode against you once. One of Navar's men. Aye. Before he dismissed me from his service. But do not fear. I am a soldier no longer. You see before you now... A simple woodsman. And one who would help you, if you would allow it. For I know of Navar's plans. Go on. Are you okay? Yeah, it's just hard to breathe in here sometimes. (laughs) Listener, she said, it's just hard to breathe in here sometimes after taking a puff on her inhaler. The thing is, is that we decided to get a sound bite of that, so I've now taken my very strong steroids. Yeah, she's got a pink inhaler. If any of you know what that means, that's like the inhaler taker's inhaler. (laughs) (laughs) That is the asthmatics inhaler. blue inhaler you ain't asthmatic yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the console where it's like for the players, for the players. <laughs> occasionally the kids were really good actors though yeah like there i'm watching i'm just like watching bits and pieces um to like get get the vibe and like remind myself and like sometimes they're you you'd think that like they were really invested in the story apart from and the story sometimes takes a front seat instead of just being like the framing device for these like games, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
it has to take a foreground because it's for kids. Well, otherwise, sure. Otherwise, yeah. it's just cheesy. Like it doesn't obviously yeah. it doesn't have to take a foreground, but that is why it's good. It could have been cheesy. It's actually really good. Yeah, it is. I was expecting to like cringe at certain par- parts when I rewatched it, but it's actually it's it stands up really well. Yeah, and I think it's because the actors take it deadly seriously. Yeah. Thank you, Ervan. You have repaid any debt you believed you owed me. It was but a word, Raven. You would do as much for me, I am certain. I didn't even realise until today that Navar is Raven backwards. <laughs> okay, because, right, wow. I was going to say, is it even worth me saying? <laughs> because I thought... <laughs> I didn't even want to say it because it's like my whole childhood. Everyone was like, "Did you know that Raven was named up back?" But like, well, do yeah. you know what, Elsie? I didn't know. Yeah. And I, are you enjoying knowing? I, I just think it's so. They hid it well from no, you. No, they don't. I mean, it's so typical <laughs> to spell <laughs> the villain's name backwards. That's your notes for Raven, is it? It's what other things not... do they do it in? I don't know. They do it in um, Where's Wally, but obviously we have Wally, but the the other character is Oddlaw, which is Waldo oh. backwards. There's okay. another one, though, isn't there? And in Dracula, yeah. Alucard is Dracula backwards. So okay. it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a common trope okay. for the, the villain or the... Ah. I guess like the antithesis to the main character, the the hero. Yeah. To have the hero's name backwards. Following a a tradition. I guess. A literary tradition. A literary tradition. Yeah. Started by Mr. <laughs> Stoker himself. Mr. Bram Stoker. I've actually got um I can't remember where I saw this. I think it must have been like the specific Raven Wiki page, I think. Um they had listed uh all 266 warriors names right so oh yeah that's something we've not t- talked about um the the warriors were given different names from their real names yes and well, they were yeah, because no fucking child is called yeah rohan i or... think there's probably a bunch of oh no hang on that's, that's you've right. taken that from lord of the rings <laughs> yeah yeah rohan no, yeah because all the names all the child names <laughs> seem to be Five-letter, consonant vowel, consonant vowel, consonant Yeah, yeah, yeah. Names. They're like... Like Raven. They're like pretend Gaelic, kind yeah. of, like, oldie sounding. Yeah. Yeah. And they're... So they're taken from using letters from that kid's name. Really? They are. Um, so on this page I found, um, it had... Diff- a bit difficult if your name's Bob, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and their surname. Oh. Yeah. Just in, in case someone was called... bit difficult if your name's Bob, Bob, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't that a Blackadder joke? I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Um, yeah, so this page had all 200, I think it was 266 warriors like right. listed. And they all had a blue hyperlink, which would take you to what season they were in, where they placed, um, all apart from one. One person. Dead. Didn't Meg know? <laughs> Meg, <laughs> come on. So let me tell you uh, who doesn't have their um, hyperlink. So Lenat, 
you can find out where they placed and what season they were in and what whether they were a cloud or a tree or oh yeah they had like symbols on their chest um you know you all remember um there was Clerol, there was norpal there was grolath there was clayron <laughs> but poor vilsa doesn't Grolath. have any of that yeah yeah it's a pokemon <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all pokemon villa that's what you said. Villa. Yeah, uh, Vilsa. 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 Um, they've not bothered. They've done the other 265 if of them. you are Vilsa, please get in contact. Oh, my God, yeah. Tell us if you're Vilsa, please. And please tell us why you don't have a hyperlink. Why you've opted out. <laughs> are you in prison? Are you under witness protection? That would make sense. It's kind the of only, drawing the attention to itself, was though. Disappeared by the demon. <laughs> <laughs> we have no clue where he is. Oh, she? She? Who knows? Don't know. They? Could be anything. Raven, tarry a while. In the heat of battle, there was no time to say what was in my heart. I would say it now. Go on. The skirmishes of the day have put me firmly in your debt. I want to thank you. You're welcome, friend. So I think the last thing that I want to talk about, um, which I wasn't going to talk about until I would say maybe an hour ago, so just before we started recording. <laughs> it's okay, Elsie, you can say it. Um, I sent Meg these clips to skim through, I told her, multiple Shut times. Up. And... You really got sucked into the last one that you sent me. You really did, didn't you? Yeah. So the last spin-off, um, the third spin-off, quite near to the end of Raven's original sort of ten-ish year run. Yes. Um was um Raven the Dragon's Eye, which featured the character of what's he called again? Irvan. Irvan. Which is also Raven. Ray- oh, it is. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> At least I got that one. Yeah. So Irvan is like some guy that just turns up in the story. <laughs> some guy. Yeah. His name is a fucking anagram of Raven. Yeah. He just he turns up and he like starts chatting with Raven in between the challenges and like giving him like like helping him yeah. and like telling him stuff about Navar and shit and then like. He turns halfway, turns like it turns out he's been evil the whole yeah. way through. And what I want to tell... Irvan is evil raven. That's why yeah. I, I imagine. He's not Navar. He's a different evil raven. Yeah. I know for a fact that on YouTube, the storyline clips of Raven the Dragon's Eye is split into three parts. So like all these supercuts, if you will. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I only watched the first one. Oh, okay. It, so it, does he turn evil that early? You, you know, like, he's giving, he's sort of giving, it seems like he's giving Raven misinformation. Yeah. So he will be left alone with the challengers and can kind of like sabotage what is going on. And that, that's yeah. what it seems like. Yeah. He wants the magical object they're all trying to get. He's for not himself. talking like a goodie, all right? No, he's not talking like a goodie, but Raven doesn't really talk like a goodie either. Do you know what I mean? 
It, yeah, but the thing is, because Raven is supposed to be like... Yeah, we know it's him. Weird we that trust he, him. It's weird that he doesn't cotton on to the fact that, like... You look at him and you go, oh, I wonder if he's evil. Yeah, you do. And you do. He's like, I'm just a simple woodsman. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't. Well, why are you crouching and spying? Which then? is why it's like... That's why it's so homoerotic, because yeah. he's not... Is he, isn't he? Is he? Is he? <laughs> Do you think he might be? No, it's because... It, Maybe he's both. You, you would think that in any other circumstance, Raven would go, well, hold on a second, I'm not going to leave a stranger alone with these children, children yeah. who are going to be swallowed up by demons if things go wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it is obviously it is on Raven that he's letting the kids do that in the first place, but... You know, he should be doing it. Why is it he yeah. doing the challenges? I'd like to see Raven do one fucking challenge. Yeah, they get these kids to, like, save their homeland for them time and time like, again. Why don't you do it? It's like, you're the one with magic, mate. Yeah. Come on. Just getting these just hordes of children in to fight your pawns battles. in your game. Yeah. Anyway. They're the, pawns in a game of chess. The way that Irvin and Raven interact, mm-hmm. you need to insert a clip of it because it is so... Of course I will. It's... It's so it's so Jesus and Judas. It yes, it is mired in like this medieval like fantasy language. Yes. Like there's so much of it. Yeah, and they they're so there's so much drama in so, everything. It's in like, every there's line. Every word. You can hear how high the stakes it's so are. so highly no charged. jokes. Yeah, it's like there is tension. Like, yeah, Raven is low on humor as a character. Yeah, but they all are. Yeah. If the warriors should fail... They will not, Raven. I am certain of it. You are right. The teacher should learn from his own lessons, I fancy. We should not let doubt enter our hearts. I thank you for those words, Irvan. Kind words cost nothing, Raven. They are cheaply made and freely given. And oh, so gratefully received. I, 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 I just definitely think they were fucking off screen. You know, um, if we think back to our Lazy Town episode, we mentioned Rule Thirty Four, um, which is that if if you can conceive of it, there's porn of it on the internet. Yes. I don't think you'd need to look far for Raven fanfiction. No, I don't. I don't because I, as I was watching it, I remembered watching it as a child, and I remember like oh. I remember like shipping them as a child, like oh. not outwardly. You didn't not, know it, what you know, were doing. I didn't know what I was thinking. But I was like, I sort of want them to be together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even though he's evil, I actually don't think I ever saw that season. I think my first experience of that particular spin-off was. Um, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I. It is. It is just a bizarre thing to have in a kids show. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can find homosexuality anywhere if you look hard enough. No, but some places it's a lot easier to find than other places. <laughs> they're, they're giving it to you. Yeah. I mean, that's everything that I can think to say. Uh, I do think we should probably acknowledge how attractive james mckenzie is yeah he's fit isn't he he's so per- like he just looks perfect so symmetrical yeah he's so it's, it's a really sharp beard yeah and his hair has been that color forever it's like yeah. he's not aging yeah like he's got the he's got the mikel arteta hair 
Like he looks like a little Lego man. <laughs> like someone comes out of make- the makeup with a yes. stencil and spray paints his hair on for him. Yeah. And yeah, I, I call it the Mikel Arteta. That's very funny. And I'm, that's missing, very and I'm funny. missing an Arsenal game to to record this with you as that's, well. That's good. That's good. And um, oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, we couldn't record yesterday because we were too busy spending Valentine's Day in, in the, the pub. pub. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you that there were things that I wanted to get done yesterday that I deliberately didn't do yesterday because I didn't want to look lonely and single? Yeah. But I actually, there were also things that, so what I, I went, had to go out and I wanted, I've got a vase in my room that's got no flowers in it and I wanted to get some flowers and I thought I can't be seen. <laughs> I can't be seen buying <laughs> myself Valentine's flowers Day. on Valentine's Day. <laughs> And I also wanted to, I wanted to go for a wax yesterday. Uh, and I also, I thought, I can't be seeing go for a wax on Valentine's Day. Because <laughs> I basically, because this I didn't want to look single and I didn't want to look like I was preparing myself for a man. Yeah, I think people did kind of fancy him. Like even like mums, kids. <laughs> I think I fancy him more in the clips of now you're not a child no in the clips no i didn't i i think he's not i don't i i acknowledge that he is attractive Uh i don't fancy him Uh but i think that he is more attractive in molly and mac because he's oh because he's in civvies no yeah no because he's what civvies civvies civilian clothing (laughs) now shall we acknowledge where you've picked that up from i went on two dates uh, with uh, let's hope he's man. not listening else uh, I don't know um, <laughs> yeah no it's because he's he's not stern it's because he's nice and cheeky and smiley that's why he's more attractive when he's a normal person oh looks like I'm the opposite to you then you think he's more attractive as Raven he's mysterious you are fucked up mate. he's dark and mysterious dark and mysterious yeah, he's yeah. dark and mysterious yeah. and he wears and leather trousers he, he will fucking leave Oh, he'll treat you badly. He will treat you. No, he badly. won't. Irvin's the I'm one. I'm a cuddle girl. I want. I want him to spoon me to sleep. Irvin's the one that'll break your heart. Raven's the one who'll fix it. No. Yes. No one is fixing a heart. <laughs> <laughs> he's got leather trousers. He's got the fur going on. He's got the feathers going on. I'm not having it. He's cutting about the woods like a sort of Heathcliff type figure. <laughs> the Scottish. Highlands. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a Scottish accent is sexy anyway, right? No, it is sexy, but I just think, I just think he's really, I, I, he, he just seems really lovely. He's a, he's a really nice he's man. He's got a very nice, seems like he's got a very nice personality. The thing is, Elsie, you will never connect with Raven. I contain multitudes. <laughs> you will go for anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I contain a multitudes. <laughs> He's just very trim, isn't he? It's like, <laughs> yeah, the combination of like, sort of dresses as a giant bird, and yet is also quite trim. Not many people can pull that off, right? Because he lives in the wood, he lives in the forest, and yet he manages to maintain that beard. Yeah, he's it got he's got bird helpers that peck it away. From him. <laughs> <laughs> he, I get, he get, I bet he gets preened. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> preened. <laughs> Well, no, he prints himself because he's a braven. Oh, like, yeah. Are we done? Are we? Is that? Is that? I, all? Do you know what I've been thinking about this whole this whole fucking time? Yeah. Is that the last couple of episodes have 
be less informative and more just like fucking deranged and this whole time we've been sat here like good little girls not really making any uh, you know unacceptable jokes yeah what i'm saying is you normally have a lot more misbehavior to edit out than you're gonna have this time because Um, we've actually had stuff to say (laughs) that no that's that is true we have had more to say about this show than a lot of the others but you from, are going to edit out some comments that I've made about from my perspective. Guys you've dated. <laughs> so much, like so much Penis. That, that you have said <laughs> about me and people who have been associated with can me. Can I just say that not... I've not actually said anything bad about you? You just need to step the game oh. up. You can make these comments about me as well as you just don't, and I don't know why. But. <laughs> hit what, me in the face what is it about me just do it do it hit me what is it about me that means you don't do this to me is it respect oh it's not respect oh what is it then um i'm radio trained and it's it's We're just not on the radio it's not like it's the reason you swear more than me when there's a mic in front of you is because when i'm actually on the radio like it's my my mouth won't do it because yeah, I can't. But you you act like I don't know when to behave. If I was on the radio, I'd say I wouldn't be swearing. No, I know. It's because I know. I'm sat here with you. But I it's it's been like pushed out of me basically. Do you know what I mean? Like I actually have to force a swear word out of me when there's a mic here. Go on. Um. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there's just an imbalance here, Elsie. Because All right. I've been sat here being really, really cheeky about you for the last twenty minutes, and you're just being nice to me. So I just, yeah, I don't, yeah. But this just is, can you just just be nasty? But you know, just tell me to fuck off. Do it. No, listen, it. listen. Do it. You. This is what I'm like in real life, though. Like, just because we're on mic, I'm not going to change my person. This is what I'm. I'm always like this to you, right? Yeah, but you've you've got always. to give some back to the boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'm a nasty piece of shit. <laughs> oh, she's not though. She's she's really nice. <laughs> this this episode has gone on way too long, and so much of it isn't going to make it. Okay, but that's fine. That's fine. Can Some go, of it will. This can all go in the bonus best bits at the end. Yes. Of this. Yeah. this is before the credits. We in in now my having a chat. Yeah, in my own in my own head. All of this is before the opening song and then we'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> right well shall we wrap it up then, i think Alice? i think we should because i'm losing the feeling in my hip that's really weird because i'm the most comfortable i've been in any episode <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna be like in, in my life <laughs> let me up <laughs> please follow us you do it on okay um yeah i'll let you i'll let you take this one else Thank you. You so rarely let me take these. Um, Twitter, Thoughts TV. Sorry, no. Twitter, Thoughts, underscore, underscore, T- TV. TTV? Um, <laughs> you can do this. Twitter, Thoughts, no. Yes! Twitter, at Thoughts, underscore, underscore, TV. That's our Twitter. Our Insta is at Thoughts TV, but the O is a zero. You all know the drill. You know how this goes. I mean, 
if you're still listening. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're still listening, um, give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you wanna, if you wanna listen to some more of this before next week, we've done Come Outside, we've done Tweenies, we've done Pingu, and we've even done Lazy Town. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think this has been the best one so far, to be honest. I think, I think the little bit of crack at the end is quite nice. <laughs> I think that if you're actually reviewing a good show, it then makes our show better. Well, yeah, but I mean, because I've actually watched this one, isn't it? And it's good. <laughs> and it's good, yeah. I might, I might uh, commit myself to watching one of the it's, spin-offs. It's nice not to have to acknowledge how shit it genuinely is. <laughs> oh, we've done that for every single one that we've thought is shit. Yeah, I know. And it's nice not to have to. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's good. It's nice to go, oh yeah, we genuinely enjoy this and we'd watch it as adults. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of them. The problem is, is that Bamzuki is shit and we do watch that as adults. Oh, it's so good. It's so good though, oh, that's the thing. I think that's the one we're doing next. Okay. I know that we keep saying that, but we are going to do Bamzuki I next. love Bamzuki. Yeah. I've got lots to say about it. Lots of time for Bamzuki. Lots of time for Bamzuki. <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of time for that show. <laughs> so we'll see you then. So we'll see you then, yeah. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>